This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. with the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we conclude a week of broadcasting. And if you've been with us throughout this week, you know that we're studying and sharing and teaching about Psalm 22. And as we've done every evening, I want to read two verses that you really should keep in mind, and then we'll read Psalm 22 once again. In, in Luke 24:44, we read these words. Jesus spoke to the disciples and said to them, These are my words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things which are written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Paul wrote in the letter to Ephesus in chapter 1, verse 14, these were his words, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. And we pointed out, and it's important to understand this, the Greek word used here is epignosis, which is a lot stronger than just the word normally used, gnosis, because this speaks of a knowledge that has influence on the one seeking this knowledge. In other words, it's a transforming kind of knowledge. And we believe Psalm 22 must have this kind of knowledge for us to be true to the Lord. And to really see, Shelley, the words of Jesus to our people, what was written about me in the Torah, in the Psalms and the prophets must be fulfilled. Yes, Lord. And as we go over the Psalm 22, I encourage every listener, especially if you are someone who never considered Yeshua or Jesus as the Son of God, the Savior of the world, or the Messiah for the Jewish people, or the King of the Jews, if you never consider that, that you would really listen to the words of Psalm 22, which is prophetic, the words of the Bible, meaning that the Lord spoke at the time of the Torah, the prophets, and the Psalms through men who wrote through the Holy Spirit, and it had to do with the day in which they were writing. But what makes it prophetic is God is everlasting. 
So the words that were written thousands of years before come to pass. And that's what Jesus was saying, which sounded unbelievable to our people. But when you listen to the words that were written by David, how many years before Yeshua even walked the earth, it is quite amazing to see what Jesus came to fulfill. And he even said, Shelley, that not a dot, not a dash, nor a tittle of the law shall pass away till it all be fulfilled. And there aren't many people, Christians, who even realize that the New Covenant, the New Testament, didn't begin with uh, Matthew. The New Testament actually is a fulfillment of what Jeremiah wrote and what Ezekiel wrote, that a new covenant would be given and the law wouldn't be written on stone as it was written when it was given to Moses, but it would be written on our hearts. And so it's so important to every listener and for you and me, Shelley, that we remember we have a heart of flesh and that God would soften our hearts and not let them turn hard like stone, that we would be open to the Holy Spirit to transform us and change us in these perilous days. Amen. Amen. I want to once again read Psalm 22. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Far from the deliverance are the words of my groaning. O my God, I cry by day, but thou dost not answer, and by night, but I have no rest. Yet thou art holy, O thou who art enthroned upon the praises of Israel. In thee our fathers trusted. They trusted, and thou didst deliver them. To thee they cried out, and were delivered. In thee they trusted, and were not disappointed. But I am a worm, and not a man, a reproach of men, and despised by the people. All who see me sneer at me. They separate with a lip. They wag the head, saying, Commit yourself to the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him, because he delights in him. Yet thou art he who dost bring me forth from the womb. From the womb, Thou dost make me trust when upon my mother's breasts. Upon thee I was cast from birth. Thou hast been my God from my mother's womb. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, for there is none to help. Many bulls have surrounded me. Strong bulls of Bashan have encircled me. They open wide their mouth at me as a ravening and a roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within me. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaves to my jaws. And thou dost lay me in the dust of death. For dogs have surrounded me. A band of evildoers has encompassed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They look, they stare at me. They divide my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. But thou, O Lord, be not far off. O thou, my help, hasten to my assistance. Deliver my soul from the sword, my only life from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth and from the horns of wild oxen. Thou dost answer me. I will tell of thy name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly I will praise thee. You will fear the Lord. You who fear the Lord, praise him. 
all you descendants of Jacob, glorify him and stand in awe of him, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted, neither has he hidden his face from him. But when he cried to him for help, he heard. From there comes my praises in the great assembly. I shall pay my vows before those who fear him. The afflicted shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him will praise the Lord. Let your heart live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations will worship before thee. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he rules over the nations. All the prosperous of the earth will eat and worship. All those who go down into the dust will bow before him, even he who cannot keep his soul alive. Posterity will serve him. It will it will be told of the Lord in the coming generation. They will come and will declare his righteousness to a people who will be born that he has performed it. Powerful, powerful verses, Junie. And as we described in the beginning of the week, David, the King David wrote it, but he's really prophesying about the crucifixion of the Lord. Crucifixion wasn't even known in Israel at that time. And this was written long, long before Jesus walked the earth. And yesterday we taught, we wrote, we spoke, I should say, from verses 11 to 17, just sharing the, what went on in Jesus. He looked around and he referred the people watching, gazing upon him as bulls and lions. And we get a picture of wild beasts around him and he stands alone, naked and helpless. He was poured out like water. His bones were out of joint. His heart was like wax. His strength is dried up like a potsherd. And verse 16 is an amazing verse, Junie. Uh, very controversial. Uh, we're reading the American versions and the Hebrew version. It might be a, a different verse. Either I think it would be verse 17. Verse 16, for dogs have surrounded me. A band of evildoers encompassed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. It's a disputable verse because... Um, uh, in the Hebrew, it doesn't say that, but the Hebrew translation says, like a lion, they are at my hands and feet. Uh, you know, this is a Hebrew interpretation because there's a Hebrew word, ori, that could be translated lion or it could be translated pierced. And I just want to point out, when we look at the, uh, Zechariah chapter uh, 1210. Listen to these words. And I will pour out on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the spirit of grace and supplication, so that they will look on me whom they have pierced and mourn for him as one mourns for an only son. They will weep bitterly over him like the bitter weeping over a firstborn. And in Revelations chapter one, verse seven, behold, he is coming with the clouds and every eye will see him even those who pierced him. So we really believe that the the version and the American version is true. And um, Jesus was pierced that he might fulfill all that was prophesied of him. And you know, Shelley, we didn't know the scriptures when the Lord revealed himself to us. It was through the scriptures that he gave you revelation because I had read Isaiah 53 to you hundreds of times wanting to know what you would have thought, hearing it, not knowing Jesus, and you would never answer me. But when Arthur read Isaiah 53 to my father, 
the Lord spoke to your heart. Thank you, Lord. And you had revelation that Isaiah 53 was speaking of the Messiah. Yes, yes, yes. So we encourage uh, any Jewish listener to really look at Psalm 22 and ask the Lord, reveal, let the Lord reveal to you what it means, as well as Isaiah 53. Which are people do not read. They, that, they, they skip over chapter 53. I challenge Isaiah. you, my Jewish kinsmen, to see what those uh, verses really mean. Well, today being Friday and the Shabbat, we want to identify ourselves with, a, with our Jewish kinsmen and recite the Shema. And if you know it, just say it with us. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord, he is one. Lord, on this Shabbat, with all the trouble in America, I ask for you to give us shalom, peace, because you are the Prince of yes, Peace. Lord. And Lord, that our soul might rest in you and trust you, because you will bring all that is written in your word to pass. And I encourage you to join us next week. We're going to continue on Psalm 22 and speak about what we should learn from it. So Father, we thank you. Thank you for the prophetic word of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. May we cling to it and draw closer to you than ever before. In Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.